I'm in Nashville, Tennessee. Okie dokie. Yes. I'm in Denver. You're in Denver right now? Yeah. Got a show tomorrow. Excellent. Uh, well, needed kind of day off. Yeah, it's been pretty intense. <laughs> yeah, I've heard. I actually, uh, you were out in uh, San Francisco with a friend of mine, Dennis, a few weeks ago, or actually not even a few weeks ago now. A week ago or so? Oh, uh, what, Dennis uh, Shea? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah, he's a good guy, Dennis. He, yeah, he's a great dude. We were um, we were talking the other day. He's like, I'm going to see him tonight, and he was really excited and everything. So, uh, yeah, all good. How's the tour? How's the tour been going? Yeah, fantastic. Thank you. Um, like I said, very, very busy, and we've had quite a lot to sort out, quite a few things to catch up on, because um, just before, unfortunately, our drummer lost his brother. Uh, oh. So, you know, understandably, we weren't able to kind of do some things because he needed some family time, you know. So we've been on catch-up with quite a lot of things, but we're, we're managing it. And, yeah, yeah, we're loving the dates. We love playing live, and it's great being out on the road again, so. Oh, good. I'm sorry to hear that. Good. Sorry to hear that. That's terrible. Oh, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. let's let's just start off pretty easy. Um you know, I run a magazine called Maximum Alternative, and it's an industry magazine that um, caters to the alternative crowd and the AAA crowd. And I know a lot of them are familiar with you, but a lot of them may not be familiar with you. So for those not in the know, can you kind of give us the brief kind of history of Joy Formidable? How did you all meet and whatnot? doesn't have to be too long. I don't want, I don't want to get into <laughs> something crazy, but just, you know, basically how did everything come together? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, we've been together about 10 years now. Um, me and Richie have known each other a long time. We went to school together, um, primary and secondary school. Uh, but we never had a, a band together, oddly enough, even though we, we, we always knew each other was, was doing stuff with music. But, um, yeah, uh, later on after university, I had a band in Manchester, England, and uh, I was looking for a guitarist. Um, and uh, I somehow came across Richie, I think it was through a friend, he said she was coming back from the States, she was over in D.C. at the time, and um, yeah, she came and joined um, uh, my band uh, back then, um, and it was fantastic to connect with her again, you know, but since then we've been doing music together, that band um, uh, disbanded after um, a year or something after she came back, uh, for reasons I won't go into, it was pretty messy, so we... uh, (laughs) coming up and um, that's how we found Matt you know um, through 
auditioning, but we, we just clicked uh, straight away. Like a week later, we were on the road, and it kind of hasn't stopped really since then, you know. Now we're on our fourth record, you know. I know. Still loving it, which is the key thing. Yeah, I think that is the key thing. I was talking to... Uh, um, Mark Arm from Mudhoney the other day, but I was doing an interview with him, and he said that, you know, they've been around 30 years, and he said, look, I wouldn't be doing this anymore if I didn't love it. I mean, you gotta, you have to. You just, you, it has to be something there that you love, uh, hopefully in any job, but especially with, with music, I would assume, too, because the, the work that goes into it, the touring, the, uh, it's just nonstop. So, yeah, with, 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 you, you need to be in love with it to be doing this, or to be in this, to be in this business, I would think, in general, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It goes across all elements, I think, of, of this industry. Yeah, and you know, like it's becoming tougher and tougher in many respects. I think for um, people in, in so many creative fields now. So yeah, you absolutely uh, have to have a passion for it. And when you're with the same people twenty four hours a day for months on end, you have to like each other and get on as well. You know, <laughs> you drive each other crazy as well. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I actually was on, uh, I used to work for Virgin Records years ago, and I was, I went on the road with Ben Harper for just a week in their van. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, honestly, I'd never experienced anything like it in my entire life. I mean, it was cool, but at the end of that week, yeah. I was like, this takes a certain breed of person to do this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? So, well, good. Um, so on the new record, just to talk about it quickly, um, I, I personally, you know, I'm familiar with all your music, and I, and I heard a very kind of different Joy Formidable on this record. I mean, the, the sound, the, 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 it was familiar yet different. Um, it was very, explore, very exploratory, um, but it still retained, I thought, what made you guys, what makes you guys so amazing. So did you kind of go back to the drawing board for this new record? Like, was it, did you guys try to rethink things, or how did the, the whole thing come about? We definitely um, feel like every album uh, should be a step forward. You know that you're not the. I mean, you're not the same people. So we felt like with each album we've grown and uh, and there's um, different elements. You know, uh, with each one and um, yeah. I mean, this was no different. It's a different episode in our lives. A transformative experience, really. I think this one because I think there were a few things with the, the last record that um, kind of tired us out in terms of the business side, uh, which I kind of won't go into too much. But yeah, there were some things there, and it was a very um, deep, uh, emotional, um, kind of heavy record for us as well. And I think um, we we needed to step away for a second, you know, because we want each album to, like I say, like really mean something and it be something fresh to you, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, we definitely kind of lost ourselves and found ourselves again but once we did uh, find um, ourselves we had so much energy and kind of vibrancy and um, yeah, we see this album as being like super colourful and we loved experimenting and celebrating the guitar um, and just yeah kind of having fun with it all and you know um, being defiant and not being um, uh, pulled down by any of the bullshit that you naturally just come across uh, sometimes doing this, you know what I mean? Uh, and uh, and absolutely uh, making it just all about the music and losing ourselves in the music, you know. And I think it's yeah, uh, uh, it's it's still uh, the joy for me. But that's the, those are the kind of records that we enjoy as well. Is that you still know it's that uh, artist, but you know 
and they're not playing into the, the same hands uh, all the time and being formulaic, you know, like, I, that's fine for us, and us before, like I say, we want to grow, you know, um, and it's about, first and foremost, um, pleasing ourselves and us getting off on it, and I think um, other people follow when you do that, as opposed to fitting into an idea of what the, the judgment of us should sound like, you know, I don't want to play that game. Right. No, I, I hear you. I mean, I think it's it must be tough for an artist to, um, you know, your audience gets used to a certain sound. They like this sound. And, and I, I, I've been guilty of, you know, hearing a, a, a band come out with a new sound and go, what happened? You know, <laughs> like I, what happened to the, the sound that I like? But I but I guess as an artist, you you need to really do it for almost yourself first to keep it everything fresh. Yeah, and I think there's different, obviously, type of artists, you know, and I think, um, uh, you know, say, for instance, you've got ACDC, like, who have pretty much kept uh, what they do um, the entire time, which is fine, you know, great. And there's other artists, say, like Elvis Costello, that readdresses something, you know, and, and takes it somewhere else for himself, each record. And that, that's fine as well, you know. I think the thing for me is that um, we shouldn't snub any of that, I think, First and foremost, it's about be, um, celebrating people being authentic to themselves, because otherwise we just become homogenous, don't we? Yes. You know? yes. And fine. If you don't like the sound of the particular record, fine. You know, don't. It's, it's no big deal. Like you know, it's just an episode in someone's life, and then you know, um, something will come round again, uh, or maybe not. Whatever. I kind of feel like moving forward is is really important, and. Um, uh, and we should, uh, yeah, like I say, celebrate that, you know. I agree. I do agree, 100%. Um, so, did you, now, I'm, I'm, are you guys in the U.S. now living in the U.S.? No, uh, Ritzy is. She has a base in Utah, but um, I'm kind of between places right now, and Matt is based in um, south of England. Yeah, we're all quite... <laughs> wow. So how is how is that working as a I mean as a band together you guys were pretty much in the same place but Ritzy's now in I think she's in Utah or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean the past year I've been mainly with Ritzy in Utah. So um you know we I suppose the main songwriters in the band and um, and so you know you you make it work and um when we have touring uh, coming up or um whatever, um, we make sure that we have plenty of time together, and we're always in touch anyway, so, you know, it's it's entirely possible, but, um, yeah, you need to be on it to, to make sure logistically things work out, you know. Did you find the change of scenery for you was helpful in the writing process? Um, well, it's definitely beautiful um, where Richie is, and uh, we, we feel like it did seep into the writing on this record somehow, yeah. I mean, even though we were in Utah for a little bit for the last record as well, um, with this one, um, I don't know what it was. Uh, I I guess you can't help but be touched by um, this kind of, like, desert, slightly mystical, uh, isolated landscape over there, you know. I don't know if that tied into this feeling of, like, we needed some kind of rebirth or something uh, for this record or needed... To, to lose ourselves, which, you know, when you, there's not many places where you feel like you're actually in wilderness uh, these days now, is there, you know, but no. there's definitely elements of Utah that, that do have that, and that, that, that was fantastic, I think we needed that, you know, yeah. Mm, I agree, I mean, it's, it's, I've never been myself, but I, I've, uh, I've, 
I've been to Salt Lake, but I, I, I've seen just parts of it, and it looks like it would be very stimulating for, you know, cr the creative process out there, or, or very bleak, depending on how you look at it, but, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's nice. nice. Um, you know, when you've got a busy schedule touring, going and having some um, real shut-off time is important as well. I think that's a massive reason why Richie's there, you know, being connected to nature as well, you know. Right, right. Um, so, I, I, I don't know if you can answer this, because I, I thought Richie was going to be calling originally, so I, it's kind of questions for her, but you, you could possibly answer it too. I mean, you know, right now there's a lot of females in rock, Um uh, Courtney Barnett to Bishop Briggs to St. Vincent, you know, do you find that it's a good time? And I, I don't, I don't, I know you can't answer, Ritzy, but do you think it's a good time for women in rock right now? I mean, does it? Do you, do you find it helping you guys now, or um, that people may, you know, just because the masses are kind of this is what's happening now? Is it is it a better time for you guys, or how do you how do you look at it? Yeah, me and Rich do discuss this uh, now and again. You know, first and foremost, we always want the music to do the talking, and so we can get very wary of um, of female fronted or female orientated being some kind of angle. But I also, it's a tricky one because I also understand that sometimes it's, of course, needed attention. You know, I think the thing for us, what we've felt at times is that it, we just need as much representation as possible, you know, um, like, and that goes in, in so many aspects of music anyway, um, but uh, we've felt over the years that the, the representation when it comes to women in music um, sometimes is a bit narrow, you know, mm -hmm. um, yep. I mean, we, we've come across this, I remember even like when we were getting our record deals and stuff like that, people couldn't quite pigeonhole us, you know, and and I think that's something absolutely to be celebrated because that's that's being unique, that's something that surely like every artist should cling on to as opposed to trying to fit in, that's my worry about um, the effects of certain things in the industry can have on artists, you know, mm. um, but I... I definitely feel like those have moved forward. Yeah, absolutely. There's, um, I feel like there is more representation now with, um, with uh, women in music, women in rock, but I definitely feel like we need a lot more. I kind of feel like still there's, um, you know, even with our band, uh, it's, uh, oh, right, I, I don't quite get this. You know, you don't fit into the da-da-da or the da-da-da, so what are you? Well, God, surely that's the point, you know, like... Um, uh, the more and more uh, spectrum of representations that are there, the better. Like, um, but of course, that's also a wider um, uh, issue, isn't it, when it comes to music? Because um, th there needs to be some level, I suppose, of kind of labelling so people kind of understand to some degree. But it, it can be really damaging as well, can it? Do you know what I mean? Because it can really reduce uh, what someone's about, you know. Well, it's I just think we need to constantly push forward more and more, um, and, and you know, especially in guitar music, um, very much um, concentrate on the uh, talent um, more than anything, you know, whether you're male or female, surely, you know, not have an angle to it, like it's, like it's something amazing as well, if a female is good at playing guitar, or, you know, like... To, um, it won't be such a big deal then 
then, would it? You know, the more representation we have, you know. Right. I, I think it's 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 such an interesting conversation because I actually do <clears throat> radio promotion also in addition to the, the magazine. And I deal with a lot of radio programmers who like to have things in nice little packages with bows on them. You know, they, uh, genre-wise, I should say. I mean, so it's, it's, it's and, and they like to be spoon-fed stuff. So it's, it's hard sometimes when you're trying to um, promote a certain band or a certain kind of music and you have to say, oh, well, it's, it sounds like this or it sounds like that because they, you know, they get a lot of music and they need to kind of like compartmentalize it, I guess, in a way. Um, exactly, yeah. Which is a shame, it's, but... It's, it's interesting, <laughs> you know, because, I don't know, if you, if you think of this band, we've, we're, we're not just heavy with atmospheric moments, we've done acoustic albums. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, and sophistication to the lyrics, lyric, which is very much songwriter lyrically orientated, there's proggy bits, you know, and it's almost like too much for, for some people to uh, take on within the industry, not for the general public, but for people who are in the industry, people who are in control of data, and so they're going, hmm, I don't know what this quite is, so I'm just going to label it this, and then, right. of course, right. uh, the nature of Chinese whispers within the, 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 uh, within industries, oh yeah, the, the uh, heavy band, and then, and then, you know, it can completely cut off a certain element of, of something really important that makes the whole... Um, you know, uh, yeah, it, it is still uh, tricky. Like I said, I think we just need to keep um, pushing that. You know, but my worry is that it's becoming so saturated in a way because um, so many people do music, which is great. But because of that, we're inundated with um, with people out there, and therefore the labelling has almost become almost more important for these corporations, isn't it? Like here's a. Uh, here's a, um, a rock artist. Therefore, you might quite like this artist. Therefore, you might quite like this. You know, and you can, if you're not careful, you, you, you can reduce things as well by doing it like that. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely, absolutely, a hundred percent. Yeah, I, I agree Thank with you. you. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, that's really, it's, and I see this every day. So this is a really uh, interesting conversation to have with someone who's an artist, and 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 you know, hear it from kind of both ends. So. Yeah, that's great. Um, do you still shop for records? Do you still go out and purchase stuff? I mean, what do you? What, what kind of stuff are you listening to now yourself? Uh, yeah, we do go and buy records. Um, I mean, it's a bit um, for me personally a little bit tricky because I'm kind of in between places right now. So I would love to buy a hell of a lot more, but you know, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, I'll just end up accumulating and whacking them all in the story, I suppose. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, um, I think it's important to keep your eyes and your ears open and um, yeah, simply stuff out there, man. You know, um, we have uh, uh, that was part of our reason of doing the label that we have, um, which started off with Welsh artists because we feel like those, especially in North Wales, need um, more and more um, exposure. But other people as well I think there's some great stuff happening in underground scenes, you know. Um, what kind of stuff are you putting out on your label? Uh, well, what we've done um, is kind of like a split single uh, type of uh, uh, scenario. Um, we wanted to do it like every month, but we've been so like overwhelmed with other things. It's been every few months, really. So we've done about six up until now, and they're, they're Welsh fans uh, predominantly, but you know, we want to open it out to 
um, all kinds of artists that we admire um, very, very soon. Um, yeah, so I mean, uh, there's bands like Castles, um, White Noise Sound, we're doing one with uh, Candelas, which is a great uh, Welsh language band um, this Christmas. Mm. Um, yeah, there's lots of uh, good stuff out there, you know. Yeah, for sure. A lot. <laughs> there's a lot. Yeah. Um, so I just got one more question for you. We'll, we'll make this kind of quick. And, and this, I don't know, it may be a tough question. I don't, you may, I don't know if you've ever thought about it before, but I always ask artists this because, um, they're, you know, being so dedicated to music, um, I, I'm always curious, if you, if you weren't making music, do you, know what, do you have any idea what you'd be doing with your life besides music? Or have you always just been like, this is what I'm doing, this is, this is it? Yeah, very difficult question. I, I definitely, for a long, long time, have not been able to imagine doing anything else. And I suppose that feeds into the, the defiance and the belief that gets you going to, to really do it in the first place, you know. But um, there's certainly all kinds of things I'm interested in. I'm interested in psychology and self-awareness, uh, art uh, in the wider context, you know, like um, um, I draw and paint and I'd like to dedicate more time to that. I mean, I've obviously done a bunch for the band, but I'd like to do some more of that. Um, some teaching, possibly, I think it's important to, mm. you know, educate mm. people now more than ever, really, because there's so much, uh, basically, bullshit out there, isn't there? Like, oh, my gosh. And uh, <laughs> things that are not true that are constantly getting um, things that are being true, which is scary as fuck. So, um, yeah, I'd like to get back <laughs> in that kind of sense in some way. But... Um, yeah, I, we'll see. I don't, I don't know. I'll tell you, man. I, like, not to get into a political discussion, but someone who is, uh, you know, living here right now and just the midterm elections coming up. It is. Mm. It's so much noise, and 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 yeah. th- you talk about educating people. I mean, the shit that I see on TV and the rhetoric that I hear back and forth between some of these candidates. I'm like, I, I I'm like, do I actually live here? This is really, is this really happening right now? Is this actually happening? Like, it's it's amazing. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a very strange time, isn't it? And I kind of think uh, I'm just hoping that like that um, there are, and if there are, you know, um, some really wise fucking stems coming through. That um, I don't know. I suppose that's why some of this has kind of happened. Is well, people haven't always been listening to each other, and we and so many people don't trust politicians. Well. And that's the thing, we've kind of, within music, it used to be, you know, people used to listen to musicians, but I kind of feel that now, like, a lot of people just want to be entertained, which I totally get, right. you know, right. um, people are kind of bombarded with shit, they, they, it's understandable that you want entertainment, but also, there was a place where it really, also, it was okay to have deeper conversations as well, and I sometimes kind of feel like, we've got to be careful that we don't cut that off and kind of go, oh, oh, this fucking guy who doesn't know what he's talking about, <laughs> doesn't know what they're talking about, you know, they're a musician, yeah, most, there's a fucking fair amount of dumb fucking musicians, don't get me wrong, but, like, it doesn't matter what you do, if you've got something to say, you know, let's have the conversation, you know, I'm to make sure that it doesn't turn up like that as well, um, I don't know, it's weird time, but we've got to stop all this fucking identity politics thing, group thinking thing, and, like, taking away the spectrum, like, of people are dynamic beings, you know, you might agree with one point someone has, but completely disagree with another, and that's, you know, that's fine, talk that, about it, iron it out, instead of, like, painting them 
oh, I disagree with one thing, therefore you are a fucking numpty or a racist or something. I don't know, you know. Yeah, I agree. I think that it's, uh, for a lot of people, it's, it's all, like it's all or nothing. There's no middle, there's really very little middle ground anymore. That I see, at least, yeah. from my point of view. I mean, and emotions are high, you know, and that's a dangerous thing, isn't it? You know, absolutely, man, absolutely, and that that is a very dangerous thing. And and you know what? You you can you turn the news on, you can see how dangerous it is. You know, I mean, yeah. every time you turn on the TV. So, anyways, I didn't want to. I don't want to get this too heavy, but I just want to say uh, congratu- congratulations on the new record, um, and 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 the and the tour and everything. And um, I want to just thank you for for calling in today and and uh, giving me a little bit of your time. I really do appreciate it. No worries. Yeah, having lots of fun and uh, yeah, good talking to you. Absolutely, ready to talk to you very soon. All right, take care. Thank Bye-bye. you, man. Bye bye.